For as long as I've known the NBA, it's been a stars league. But even among the stars, there's an exclusive club. Russell, Dr. J, Jordan, Kobe. They're all part of a select group that paved the way for the NBA superstar of today. And some even shared secrets with each other along the way. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Jackie McMullen, and this is the Icons Club. My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rollin' presented by FanDuel. Major season is here and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Like any other, this is Fairway Road. The Golf Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I am your starter, Joe House. My birdie buddies, my par saving pals, my eagle enthusiasts. We are bright eyed and bushy tailed over here at Fairway Rolling, notwithstanding five days of professional golf, 17 hours of weather. Delays and our PGA Tour correspondent boots on the ground is on the backside of a little experience with the with the COVID with the coronavirus. He got the Rona, but he is here to help get one knocked right down the middle. First tee's open. It's a two ball today, my friends. Let's get this going. Nate Dog, how you feeling, buddy? I feel so much better than I sound, House. You know why? <laughs> Let me hear it. Double faxed and boosted. Yeah, double That's all it and takes. Boosted. This thing could have been so much worse. I'm feeling good, and I got to use it as an excuse to hide in my room 
and <laughs> watch the players for 19 days or however long that tournament just lasted. Yeah, so for somebody uh, in your particular predicament, you know, you were... What a you gift. were the prime consumer. Like you're like, Monday, let's let's roll into Tuesday. I mean, let's let's keep this thing going. I've been I, pretending that I feel so bad for three <laughs> days so that everybody would just stay out of the room and I could watch this shit all day. It totally worked. You know, th- having consumed it over the, the the five days, it did kind of um validate something that I told you and our good pal Pat Mayo on last week's show, which is I enjoy this golf tournament. I yeah. I enjoy it. I we don't have to talk about the silly stuff uh, and we didn't last week major not major. It's a big time event with it a, spe- is. a spectacular field and that's good enough. And this one felt a little bit bigger to me and I think oh, maybe it, okay. I think maybe it was the money this year. Yes. But as as we sort of got into it, uh, you know the coverage I mean besides the gold man you know, the coverage I thought really did a good job of, well, and also besides the cut line, never mind, the coverage sucked. But what I, I what, what, what I thought they did a good job of was, you know, there was a lot of drama around this event. And I felt like this, that the players really wanted this one. There's some years where I feel like the desire to win this tournament is dwarfed by the hype about this tournament. But for some reason, this one really felt important. And again, I, I think for me, it comes back to, uh, you know, definitely the strongest field in golf, Anurban Lahiri, notwithstanding at 322nd in the world or whatever he is. But, but it, all of these guys have a lot of rivals now. It's not 1v1. It's not Tiger versus Phil. There's so much parity out there right now that, you know, these guys are looking for opportunities to break through and in big moments. And for a lot of guys, this was an important tournament. I totally agree with that. And the whole, uh, the, both the, the, the venue and the, um, the, the sort of mental stress of the tournament, the, the, the mental approach of the tournament, what we felt in terms of the heightened, um, anxiety, good, good job by golf channel with live from, um, you know, starting yeah. on, on Monday for setting it up and, and making it feel like, you know, a, a big time kind of thing. I know this has been yeah. going on for a while. And, and we, again, talked about this a little bit last week with just the heightened interest from these communities that we traffic in, not, you know, the fantasy, the DFS, the, the gambling community, the deep golf, um, you know, fiends uh, across the Twitter sphere. Everybody arrived Monday of last week, ready for this thing to roll and the forecast yeah. last week had this bad weather in it and we were all kind of like okay let's see how this plays out and the thing lived up to the billing in in one particular way and you just touched on this which is it's such an i i think it's the most egalitarian of all of of the big time golf competitions um i it just permits um any kind of profile to have success. We, we, and we saw it. I, I really think, you know, that, that leaderboard yeah. and the way that guys came on it and came off of it, how tight the leaderboard was. Um, our homie, Justin Ray, as is his, uh, in, in his typical and inimitable fashion, um, was doing a lot of both combination of Twitter and he's contributing to the Atlantic, uh, the athletic now, <laughs> the Atlantic, he could do the Atlantic. He probably fine. could. He could write about economics for them. Um, 
but the athletic and he, he did his 10 points. And you know, one of the things he noted at one point Monday afternoon, while you, Nate Dogger sitting in bed, enjoying yourself, uh, 24 players within Easy. three shots. Of the, I didn't say a word. I didn't, I left it alone. Good Lord. 24 players with within three shots of the lead. Um, yeah. that's fun. I mean, we came into the, we came into the last round with 19 guys within four better. So, yes. so now look, there's some people who would say, you know, the best courses really would have separated the wheat from the chaff by then. But I think that there was the other factor, which is the one thing that was not egalitarian about this tournament was that the late early guys got screwed. That's pretty right. Big time with the yes. weather. Yes. Right. Uh, yep. And we'll, we'll talk about Thomas who, uh, you know, we fawned over for his, for his, uh, round in the wind. Uh, but, but there was some, some separating of some guys sort of naturally because of the field in that way. But we also saw some guys who just didn't quite step up, did they? I mean, I, there was a moment over the weekend where you texted me and said, is Colin Morikawa just a guy? <laughs> well, we might have to do this. It could be a running bit now. Is is so and so just a guy? And for sure, the the point you're making about the impacts of of the weather is that's I mean, it the was crazy. Out that's there. the predominant thing. But we did see some real tenacity. Out a couple guys, Justin Thomas showed real tenacity. Bubba Watson until the re weekend, real tenacity. Well, because it was a five-day golf tournament, it was a marathon, and you know, I I very much, um, you know, appreciate. I I just give give such credit, full credit to you know, um, the the guys that came. In. Dustin Johnson sneaking in with a top ten, like right at the very back end of the thing, major backdoor top ten. That's, I mean, that's, that was a that was a course record sixty three thanks to hole out eagle. That's quality shit. Yeah, I, I mean, love look, it. I'm here for it. A thing not to forget about this tournament is the two tournaments that were played coming into this. Right, they played a really really tough course at PJ. Sorry, the three they played a really tough course at the Riv, which requires a whole lot of thought and thinking. PJ National was extremely difficult. Right, the conditions were tough really low, uh, high scores. And then API was the same way. So guys coming in who had participated in all or some portion of those tournaments were already mentally weary. And so then to go up against the weather, which, you know, was consistently shitty, but you saw, I mean, you saw when Brooks stepped up on 17, his ball got nailed by a gust of wind. That was not the same wind that the guys who'd hit right before him, including Morikawa had had. Right. So there was some, you know, not fair, not predictable uh, weather events that came through. This was a real mental test at the end of a long stretch of mental golf. Yes. And that that more than anything, this is why, you know, the, the note I sent you about Morikawa, it looked to me like he checked yeah. out on the back nine. I was. Uh, is that what avid, you saw? I was avidly following him shot by shot on the on the back nine. Uh, of his second round, which was on Saturday, he was and done. he just got sloppy. I mean, you know, the 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 par three uh, he played the back nine um, was his was his uh, no he yeah it, he played it reversed. So the front nine right. was and and the 
he had no idea what the cut line was going to be. Nobody had an idea what the cut line was going to be. Right. But he just gave shots away on 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 what was on you know on the front nine, which was his final nine of the weekend, and it looked to me like he was visibly exhausted. It looked like mm. he just couldn't hang in, and you know that's a different kind of thing for him. We haven't really seen that out of him before. That's all. Yeah. That that's all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I would suggest that it it came. It was the culmination of a couple of weeks of really not easy. And 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 you know when we get, we're going to talk a lot about Cam Smith. But you know one of the reasons I think he played so well this week is his mind was not on golf the last two weeks. He reminded us, and so a lot of these guys came in mentally wiped, ran into a mentally taxing situation, and melted. And Cam Smith was just happy to be hugging his mom. Well, I, I think that had a lot to do with it. I no, no doubt about it. No two ways about it. I mean, one of the guys that we were sort of inclined to fade was Rory after he finished um, the API and talked about how exhausting that experience was. <laughs> Thank you, Scott Piercy, for the quad on 17 that got Rory into the cut. I, I, I was not thanking him because I bet Rory to miss the cut. Oh, right. At, you were pissed. Better Sorry. than three to one odds. But it was OK because Tom Hoagie came through with me for me uh with the first round leader um that paid for every mistake i made ridiculous situation that 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 they were just trying to show the end of the golf and it took them until the very last second on the telecast to identify that if malnati didn't par unless piercy blew up rory and scheffler were going to miss the cut we're going to get inside if malnati parred they were not and Malnati pars right as Piercy is absolutely blowing up. And only then does somebody whisper in their ear, guys, this whole thing affects whether two of the biggest stars in the game get to the weekend or not. Or we, we were already in the weekend. But. I'm glad that you were on it. I'm glad that you were giving them a hard time. I don't know what's going to change. We you need know, a cut cam, baby. Well, there, there needs to be... The tour should be looking to innovate you know they have their partners now in the in the gambling space right yeah yeah get, let give somebody who's paying attention who with genuine interest in this not the you know do i do i should i kill the nbc guys no i won't kill them but no because like, they, they're managing the telecast in real time that it not, has to be a it's plan not that they're, coming yeah, that's in. right and my my criticism we're is we're gonna that cover this it's not that they're managing it in real time it's just like the demo that they have in mind who they think they're presenting that that tournament for and this is true of like all of them it's not us <laughs> it's not anybody yeah. i know it, it might be my dad i guess it's my dad my mom yeah. my mom and dad maybe People in their seventies, yeah, eighties. I, I mean, if that's the the demo that these presentations are intended to cover, home run. You guys killed yeah, it. But I, I, look, Scott. But if we're going to talk about the money in the purse, like let's talk about the money in the purse. You know, at the time that he blew up, Piercy was two under. If he'd played the the third and fourth rounds at even par, that's a seventy three thousand dollar blow up for him. Rory gets in by the skin of his teeth, ends up making $97,000, And like it, that it was a huge freaking swing. Not How about mention, that Rory performance, by the way? 73, 73-76. I know. I, I mean, certainly Sunday was playing a lot easier. That's why that's why DJ had a four hundred, damn near five hundred thousand dollar swing, right? Uh with his 63. But a- anyway, I I I think if you're going to extend the coverage in that way, 
appreciate that you're going to show a lot of the big shots. You're going to show the holes in one. You're going to show a bunch of guys hitting balls in the water. But the most exciting thing coming down the stretch is when they're guys who are in and out of the cut and they have to find a way to show that. It's not that complicated analytically. And it's actually a boon for them when it's Rory and Scheffler, two guys that a lot of viewers are going to be pulling for, who are you know on the outside looking in. You can get viewership behind rooting for guys to, to do well or blow up. And in fact, they did. I mean, that, that Piercy blow up was just epic. It was and, just epic. And it could have been a genuinely dramatic thing if the presentation had focused on it. And that's the point that you're making. If they'd been seizing, seizing us with information as the, as these last groups are coming in, yeah. here's how the line's behaving. This is where, where these guys are. If you care about seeing Rory in the weekend. I mean, like, get Steve Kornacki in there. It's NBC right. for shit's sake. Like, I mean, Kornacki can have the big board and be telling us who's going to be in, who's going to be in. Like, one guy whose job it is to explain it. That's fun shit. Let's, you, we're, you need to tweet that as soon as we get, we get off this. You tweet that. I'll retweet it. We'll get Kornacki on this. He could yeah. just do it from home. I it's mean, time. you know, if he, if he just does it from home, let, let's, let's push it up. Kornacki um, on the cut cam. How good would the that Kornacki be? cut cam. Doesn't it's feel perfect. like doesn't feel like it, it, it's really twisting anybody's arm to to get that uh, content, and it's just sitting there. It's content that we that we need. It's content that we deserve. Nate Dog. Speaking of deserving, let's go ahead and run through yeah, the superlatives for Cam Smith because it it was truly a one of a kind, maybe a once in a lifetime kind of performance yesterday. Yeah, and really through the whole tournament, wasn't it? I mean, I, we came in with Pat uh, Mayo last week, who, uh, you know, was right about if Adam Hadwin somehow. Amazing. Outstanding job. Pat Amazing, Mayo. Mayo. Just outstanding. He just was so on it. But, but look, the last two winners had led the field in tee to green. Cam was 35th this week. He lost five strokes off the tee. That, that crazy quacker on 16 was not, not the least of what he did this week. I mean, it was insane. But when you gain 11.54 strokes putting, when you one putt 42 times in a tournament and eight of your last nine holes, I, I, I mean, it's just drop, jaw-dropping. I, I um, want to ask you a, a question, um, and we're going to go run through a couple more of the things that made this sort of a, a once-in-a-lifetime. And it really does deserve... You know, extra recognition, what what he did and his arrival on the scene and all the rest of it. To you, what was his single most impressive shot? I mean, we'll just say I, on the back nine. I mean, because the front nine was uh, just making birdies and then he made bogeys. But yeah, I mean, I think to me it was he just had seen Anurban make the putt on seventeen. He had just donkey showed off the pine straw into the water and he now actually needs to get up and down to win the tournament and that flip wedge from 57 i thought was incredible in this the is why you and i are doing this podcast together because that is the correct answer that shot that's the one they shouldn't show anything else they're gonna all they're gonna show is his shot on 17 um which he um, was a mistake. Said it was a mistake. He, he did, wasn't trying to do that. I mean, good shot, but mistake. Yes. The goddamn 57-yard wedge shot to ensure that he was going to save bogey was 
mother effing sublime. Yeah, it, it really makes was. me want to hug that kid. By the way, what a lovely kid. What a lovely fellow. I mean, I want to go fishing with him. I don't, I, you know, he, I'm sure he has no interest in doing any fishing with a loudmouth dumbass uh, like me. He, he'd take you out. But um, what a, like, you know, they, they tried to play up. They tried to get him to cry, it seemed like. Well, they did. Um, they got him to cry, which was interesting. I couldn't tell. Was but, he crying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got choked up for sure. Okay. All right. But, but he, he, let me ask you this. Is there a chance he's the Australian DJ in that, like, he just doesn't seem to the, 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 you know, getting choked up over getting to see your mother for the first time in two years aside, like let's, let's afford him that his answers weren't super insightful. He doesn't have long answers. He He's not going to give you the sort of Rory response uh, to every question. That's, that's not a comment on intellect. It just is. He seems to be relatively dispassionate about the game of golf. He loves to compete in the same way that DJ does. He seems to have a bunch of sort of amnesia from shot to shot, which is what you had to have to hit that that shot on, on 18. I, I just want to eat, like, there's something about a guy who, it, just his emotions don't move, which is why when we looked at those 19 guys within four of the lead, Cam Smith just stood stood out. You just knew. This is a guy who's not going to be overwhelmed by the moment. As much as the telecast tried to play up Paul Casey, Paul Casey, like we knew what Paul Casey was going to do. Forget the fucking drive into the divot <laughs> on 16. You're right. Yeah, like you're right. That was unfair. Yes. But like he had so many putts and yes. chips where he could have made. I mean, he, right. like, he was respectable three under, but he had a 66 in the bag yesterday. I mean, but he did what, Paul Casey things. That's right. Just Paul Casey. What, how much did he collect for third solo third? Fuck tons. Yeah. 1.8, 1. 1. point. I mean, that, that, that's the thing. Yeah, um, I, no, I mean for solo third, 1.38, <laughs> which, you know, for every other week of, of, of the year is a very but healthy were, purse. Yeah. He didn't go for it on the short par four. He, you know, the, the layup, the layup on 16 just said to me, I'm cool with a million dollars. It's why I was going to go to Saudi. I'm going to protect a million. And, you know, if somebody makes a mistake, maybe I get to win. But I care it's more fine. about third than I do about first. I have very conflicted feelings on, on Paul Casey that we, we can get into later. But I wanted to go back to Cam Smith because you asked the question yeah. about what how, how he presents. I think he's camera uncomfortable, if not outright camera shy. Yeah. He's not. He, he seems to be a little self-conscious. He is not, you know, just letting it. And he right. also seems like he might He's be an introvert for sure. Yeah, you just be me. See, we're we are vibing today. I don't know what the story is, Nate Dog. I, I just must be say Rona. introvert. <laughs> it must be the Rona. I don't know. Maybe I. I really. I, I wanted to be in my my uh, rearview mirror, but I don't know whether or not I had it. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed 
fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health Services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. So we have to say two things about that Cam Smith round. We're going to talk about the 10 birdies. Which yeah. are the only most, four bars most ever in a final round for the winner, um, and the best putting performance in the history of the players. Those are the that's why he won. Those are yeah. the two reasons. He was fifth in strokes gained approach. We always talk about how important um, approach is, but I feel like um, there is a short game element, and and the guy that I'm going to now um give In, a, invoke a ton of grief to is victor hovland oh god i mean house <laughs> house he led the field his highest ball striking numbers ever ever he led the field in that stat his best that he's ever done the short game was atrocious which by the way we also talked about with mayo on the pod last week i mean the the bunker play was terrible the chips were terrible uh, this guy probably should have 11 wins at this point on tour. <laughs> I knew it would get you going as soon as I said his name, which is why I'm laughing. I'm not It's unbelievable. Laughing it's literally not believable. How, the diff, the disparity in talent between the ball striking, the off the tee, the swagger. He's not a bad putter. I don't think, you know. No, I, I don't think he's a bad putter either. His, the numbers have him middle of the road-ish. I mean, he's, he's, he's fine. It, the short game is Fucking atrocious. He it's atrocious. Hit 92.8% of his fairways on Sunday. Just I mean, a badass. Yeah. He just like the guy was striping the ball and he just could not get up and down from around the greens. I mean, Bogey look, on 15 was especially uh, uh, just punishing. Yeah, I mean, he, he, I, I will also say he lost shots putting over the course of the tournament. I mean, his, I, third, his third round, he lost almost two strokes. He kind of sucked. I understand. I'm, I, I'm saying he, it's not the thing that is holding him back. I mean, it's, it's not stellar, he, but he's not in, no, it, it's in not Will Zalatoris' territory. It's not what's holding him back. It's not. Yeah. I mean, again, like, the guy is 
finishing at the top of every leaderboard. And almost every tournament, you come away and go, God, if the guy could play a wedge. <laughs> and and we're, not, we're not asking for, for Patrick Reed or, you know, or Cam Smith, yeah. for that matter, right? Yeah. We're just looking for middle of the pack. That's it. And that's Average. why golf is so fascinating because it's so clearly in his head. It's just so in his head. So I, I now immediately regret um, the bet that I have on him to win the Masters because there's, it, it's not going to get fixed between now and the Masters. It's and not. You, you're, you have no chance with that kind of short. You have zero chance of winning. He, he's, I bet he's going to top 10 again. I'm going to have to bet him to top 10 because he hits the ball so goddamn good. And maybe he'll hit it good enough. Yeah. To hit, you know, 92% of the fairways at Augusta. And then, you know, a similar yeah. percentage. He'll have to hit over 80% of greens over the four rounds to have, you know, to be in that top 10 that I'm anticipating. But I think he can do that. Well, look, you know what? You know what a good short game, you know what the wedge helps you do? It, it helps you win the players when you hit fewer than 43% of your fairways. When you're 123rd in driving accuracy and 68th in shots gained off the tee, which is the worst ranking by a winner on the PGA Tour in 15 years. Yeah, that, that those are all Cam Smith and attributes. That's, that's that. why he won this thing. I mean, it's like, good Lord, what's going to happen when he drives it well? On one well it's of why weeks? I say that I find this tournament to be such a great equalizer, right? Like, you know, that he had all of those... Um, those those kinds of misses, but the extraordinary, exquisite scrambling game saved his ass, and you know is he won the tournament. Thank God he won the tournament. That's Because right. it looked like it looked like maybe some a bunch of guys were going to lose the tournament based on the performance in the first couple of days. I, I, Lahiri acquitted himself extraordinarily. That's well. the guy. Let's do him. We got a gentleman talk about him. and a scholar. I Literally. thought he handled himself so well. Me too. I love the way he handled all of the pressure except the last shot, the eight iron on on 18. Wasn't uh, even a terrible miss. You know what I mean? Yeah, not a terrible miss. He needed miss. birdie, so that it was a bad miss in that respect. But. Yeah, he just came up a little short. It looked like he maybe caught a little fat, and, and he, you know, yeah. he, he left it seven yards-ish short, and if it gets up on the green, it looks a lot like Doug Gims, which had come just before him. Now, Gim missed that damn putt, and that was yeah. an expensive-ass putt. <laughs> but, 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 but still, like here he shoots three under, He's the first 54-hole leader to shoot in the 60s since 1984 in that tournament. I mean, this is, look, two, two lessons for that for me. First is, it's a reminder to all of us, you and me and every golfer, it's always just around the corner. It's you always just around the three corner. Three and a half grams of lead tape to your shit, whatever the hell that does. <laughs> and suddenly you're striping your irons and you're rolling it. I mean, he had the most impressive putting performance second to Cam based on based on what I saw out there. I mean, he made so many clutch putts. And I thought that putt on 17, they're not a lot of guys at big his ones. level. Big yeah, ones on that big guy. Big-ass putt, right? Big I mean, ones I, on that I dude. Loved it. Big Cassell, big Sam Cassell balls. He could have done the Sam Cassell dance yeah. after and, after that. Yeah. And, and, and Anurban Lahiri is, is the kind of guy that a bunch of the wimps who are going to go to Saudi are trying to avoid. Who's I am. Um, Multi-hundred in the world. And figures it out for a week and almost fucking wins $3.2 million and instead walks away with more money than he's ever made in a PGA Tour season at $2.18 million for second place. Fantastic. And earned it. And earned by it. the way, great outfit. I loved what he had, uh, the, what he rocked. A, a very charming 
pastels palette plus the plaid, the plaid trousers, like a, a confident outfit, a little bit of, of Florida, color, a little bit of a little bit of pop. Yes, I admired it. Well, k- kudos to Lahiri. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for giving us a little push at the end that we knew we weren't going to get from Paul Casey under any circumstances, <laughs> even though the telecast wanted it to happen. I, I, I do need to ask you something. You know, there was so much fawning over JT's round, his second round, in which he shot three under in the wind, and everybody just said, this was just a ball-striking extravaganza. We'd never seen anything like it. JT sort of is tweeting you know, what a day. And like, really, he was celebrated as being, I mean, it was almost like heroic, right? And, there, yeah. and, and Bones, I think, texted the guys in the telecast, that was a top five round I've ever seen. Now, maybe sure. he meant out of JT or maybe he meant that he'd ever seen. But so you come into the weekend and you're like, all right, here we go. He wasn't even a top five finisher from the tougher late early draw. Kiz, Keegan, Gim, Straka, Hadwin, DJ, all were in the same wave that he was. They were in the top 10, and JT didn't make it. What happened? It cooked, it cooked his ass. I mean, I, I honestly think that what it took for, for that level of success on that day, that round, that he, it was like, you know, the functional equivalent of, of three golf rounds in one. And, and by the way, Nate Dog, I know that you noticed this, he he had the 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 right hand miss again uh, oh, during that round. Doctor Doctor Snappy. He, that, I mean that you know, and and that that is his miss. You know yeah. when he's he but, starts trying too hard. He scrambled his mother effing ass off. It was a, a joy to see. Yeah, it was. What's what our mind's eye? It's the thing you're always asking for from JT. Please show us. Please show us that that badass that mentality, and that that just you know tenacity. Well. I think coming out of this weekend slash start of the week that JT's not alone in guys who were cooked. And as we look forward to the Valspar, I would be putting a huge fade on guys who had to fight this course. Because again, this plus API, plus the guys who showed up at PJ National, plus Riviera, you got guys who are mentally toast. Yeah. And, well, and, and there's a few who got to sit on the sidelines and, and not deal with it, including the guys who made the cut. But I think to your point, there's some guys just, I mean, it was such a long journey to just get to the cut that there's some guys who probably are still fried. But I, I just, I thought that JT, we, we really had a coronation halfway through the tournament and he just wasn't able to carry it over. No, I mean, he, he, <laughs> do you know who, who he ended up tied with for the, for the uh, you know, at the uh, end of this tournament? Tell me. Rory McIlroy. There you go. Would you have said that Rory McIlroy and JT had the same uh, experience for this golf tournament? <laughs> I would not. I would not. That's I right. Would not. You know, Rory you know shouldn't else? have even been there. Yeah. Dude, uh, along with Joel Damon. JD. JD, who, we, who we the knew. enforcer. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, look, okay, we'll do 10 seconds on that. All right. And I, I see um, both points of view, uh, I will say, just from the outset. So what we're referring to is... There was, um, f- for the tour, a pretty extraordinary exchange between Daniel Berger and Victor Hovland and Joel Damon. And it was in the context of Berger, who was legit in the hunt for, you know, trying to win this thing, hitting a ball in the water on 16. 
right? Yes. It was 16. Yes. Yeah. His, he, he hit his second shot. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the drive. Oh, his drive, his drive. Yeah. That's right. Um, in the water on 16 and, um, they were in the process of trying to establish where trying it crossed. Where, where did it cross? Where do you where drop did it this cross? ball? Yes. And, and every weekend warrior has had some dickhead who goes up 245 yards and 250 yards and drops his ball there because he says it took a really hard right turn. <laughs> I got it way out there and then it took a hard right turn when, you know, most of you were like, fuck, no, that thing crossed like 150 yards off the tee. You should be back yeah. by the by the Reds. Right. But that is not clear that that's what was happening here. But there was a significant difference of opinion between Berger and his playing partners who happened to be Victor Hovland and Joel Damon. Now, Joel Damon is not new to this controversy, is he, House? He, was it Song Kang? Is yes. that who? Yes. See, we got it. here, right here in the nation's capital. At, at Congressional. Oh, well, no, at Avenel. 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 Yeah. Yeah, where, where, where Kang took a bad drop. Damon told him it was a bad drop. Kang said, I don't care what you say. I'm taking this drop. And, and, he, and he did. And, you know, Damon said the guy's out of integrity. Yeah, Damon called him out on that. And it's this is not Joel's way. Joel is not the rules police in any way. I, I just, th- this was lightning striking twice, to be honest. But what was very interesting, if you go back and look at the four-minute video that the tour, bless them, posted, is Victor, you know, Danny's like, well, you know, if you feel good about it, they called over the, the rules official. Rules official's like, well, if you feel good about it, he'll drop here. And Victor said, I, I gotta be honest, I don't feel good about it. Yeah. And so these guys were trying, like, part of it is you got to protect the rest of the field. It's not so much an issue of character with Berger, because if you look at where Victor was, Victor was on the left side of the tee box. Right. So his angle would have been a little bit skewed. Joel was more in the middle. Listen, we're talking too much about this thing. The main point is it was nice to see guys, you know, uh, a little tensely, but at least respectfully uh, trying to hold up the integrity of the game. And not just like giving in to each other and letting each other Patrick read it all over the course. That's that's I appreciate the collegiality, right? And I'm sure Berger was frustrated. He, he was that I, video. He's a little pissed. It's apparent. It's apparent, right? I I should I shouldn't say it like I'm sure he is. I know that he was. You can when you start tell using from the, these guys as a phrase. Yeah. You're, yes. you know, yeah, you're pissed. But to especially Hovland's credit, Hovland, what what to me was the the. The, the the true star of that episode because of of um, his conviction on it and you know I, I don't know they might who, have been wrong by the way that's right exactly right shot I tracer agree. looks like eh, well and, tell. and Berger Berger's insistence I thought was well placed and he he also is a guy that I believe plays within integrity he absolutely I don't, he, he has there's nothing we've seen out of him that suggests. He wants to do anything but the but the right thing, and he said, "Look, I think these guys are wrong, but I'm going to play it where these guys well, they compromised. That was a fair compromise. Yeah, they compromised. So yeah. what? Whatever. Danny Berger wasn't going to. We're win only that talking about it because the drama on Netflix. Whenever the show comes out, will it was be juicy, great. right? We're going to get some good. We don't get, get this kind of drama uh, that often. All but, in all, major thumbs up for this players. Uh, and it was, if you told me the weather was going to be that disruptive, I would have said, oh, this thing's going to suck and not feel like a real tournament. And we're going right. to have excuses about weather and yes. it's going to further be 
you know, diminishing the get or, or widening the gap between the hype and and the reality of this thing. But I, I thought that the that the bite lived up to the bark this week and people really give a shit about this tournament. And that makes it fun. And, and it makes the move from May to March matter. Right. It Now now it really starts to feel like, OK, with the money that's in place for the players, with the money that's in place for the FedEx, now we start in March and we go players, then we go Masters, exactly. then we go PGA, then Couldn't. we go US Open, then we go the Open, and then yes. we go FedEx. And I love it. Every month we have a reason to get excited about something big. And and you know, having this where it is and inducing everybody to come play in it to grab these gigantic paychecks it creates you know some great drama i love now how it's sort of interplayed with now if if the one innovation i would do i would have it not finish traditionally against six o'clock selection sunday i would have this tournament be a tuesday to uh, a wednesday to saturday oh really oh yeah if there's one that's that's like most eligible for it i would say it's this tournament now the problem is it it probably impacts API. It probably impacks, you know, yeah, the it field. Impacts it, it, yeah. It well, why API? not just go off earlier like they do in Phoenix and lead into the, you know, Phoenix, they lead into the Super Bowl. Here they could lead into Selection Sunday. That, that That's a good, that's fine. Uh, they just, it just needs to be over yeah. in, in advance so that you have that. Because there weren't that many conference championship games on Sunday, right? That matter. No, it's always just like the Big Ten and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and, Really, the conference championship games, I don't, I don't hold as like legit, you know, uh, uh, obstacles to the, yeah. To the it's golf it's the selection Sunday slash Tom Brady yeah, coming out of yes. retirement announcements. You're trying to avoid. <laughs> Just so hilarious um, that but, he did that. Hey, they 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 avoided that by running into Monday. <laughs> so one of the, yes, and what one of the things that this schedule that you're describing is producing is we have a really lush field. Here at the Valspar, here at, at Innisbrook. Yeah, we do. The question is, are they all mentally sane? <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Um, so I believe as we sit here, we're taping at, you know, 5.30 Tuesday afternoon. We have Victor Hovland in the field. Yes. Right? He hasn't withdrawn. No. We have Colin Morikawa in the field. Yes, we do. He hasn't withdrawn. We have Dustin Johnson in Coming the field. Coming on the heels of a 63 course tying record. Yes. We have... Um, who am I forgetting? Oh, Justin Thomas is in the field. T- Thomas is here. Sam Burns, the defending champion, is here. So he, we need something out of him because his meltdown on the back nine yesterday, I didn't enjoy that. I don't know. I'm a Sam Burns guy. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it either. Uh, there. Th- this is a very strong field, but it is littered with guys who just went through the ringer. Uh. With a few exceptions, house. I mean, look okay. if the if okay. the golf okay. gods if the golf gods are watching, the winner will be Paul Casey, who got screwed on sixteen, <laughs> who has won Valspar Valspar twice. He's right? got a back to back 2019. Yeah, but I, I just think that there's guys who are absolutely exhausted uh, with the Monday finish, with the whole thing, the multiple days uh, of mental energy, I'm fading the shit out of guys who played at the players. Well, let me ask you this. Um, and, and this guy fits exactly what you're describing, but he has an impeccable unmatched record as a first round leader at this event. 
not I'm not saying that's to win, but do you fade Keegan Bradley I, as I'm a first round leader? Ke- I, I mean, he has uh, a it's an unmatched record. I, I, I know he's done so well leader. here. You have to put money on him. I just think that yesterday, you know, he he hit the same shot that Cam Smith hit on 18 and it tumbled him down the leaderboard. It was yep. a very expensive water ball that didn't have to happen. So. You know, you hope with Keegan. I mean, Keegan really—that was the most energy and expression that we've seen from him in in a long time. So maybe he's—I enjoyed sti- it. I yeah, want him back. Maybe he's still on a heater, and 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 we're gonna. I, I'm not telling you to, to to get out of to get out of Keegan. I I, I am telling you to get out of Casey because I'm just I'm terrified of that. But w- w- just to set the table on this course for me, look, there's an extra par three on this thing. They have four par fours, but they they've got an extra par three, which is why. It's a par 71. So for me, I'm interested in the Venn diagram of people who weren't grinding last week, but also people who perform well on par threes. And when you go and you look at it, uh, Jason Kokrak is first in par three scoring. Yeah. He's sitting there at 35 to one. Uh, That's, uh, it's, he was not. That's a great number. He did no work last week (laughs) at all. Right? Did he and, make and, the cut? And, or no, is correct? No, no, he didn't make the cut. Yeah. So he's just sitting there. You know, he didn't have to. I mean, he just was. No, he I, made the cut. He he was tied for fifty third. He what? That like I said, he seventy four no last week. Monday, a Monday seventy four. Okay, my bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. I don't know if he's grinding, not grinding. I don't know which yeah, way that runs. Yeah. Okay. Well, so maybe that doesn't. I don't know. Look, I love I love the Beezer this week. I love Christian Bazudenhut. He's yeah. he's totally fresh. He did not get into the players because of the you know he had to get in through the Corn Ferry uh, tour last year. He's sitting there at sixty six to one, totally fresh. Um, well, I it, mean, go ahead. Well, what, what do you think? He, totally fresh is Colin Morikawa. He hasn't well, touched the golf club if the he didn't, didn't want to. A lot of work from yeah. Saturday till till now. Yeah, but you just came off telling me that maybe he's just a guy and he gave up and he didn't give a shit. But but maybe that just means he only on that nine. Like it happens to yeah. to, to everybody. Maybe he hung on to his mental energy. I I I I love Colin this week. I, guys who missed the cut are going to do much better than guys who made it, with the possible exception of Amnesia Golf playing DJ, who might just keep going off that heater sixty three, and and power his way through. He has not listen. He hasn't historically done awesome at this tournament. But, you know, look, I, I'm, I'm so crazy on this par three scoring thing. Tyler Duncan is top 10 par three performance, par three scoring, par three birdies are better. That's he's like, fine. He's plus 650 to top 20. Oh, I like that. Okay. Tyler Duncan to top 20. That's my kind of bet. That's my kind. That's a Joe House bet right there. I'm going to I'm gonna, hold on, get my pen. Tyler Duncan, <laughs> top 20. I, I did a couple bets already to win this thing. Um, what do you think this week? I mean, do you think guys are going to have the energy who were in the hunt down the stretch? They're young. It's golf. They didn't have far to Paul go. Paul Casey and young. Well, I'm not, I'm not picking him to win. Um, I, I, I'm looking for, um, an, a wrinkle on what you're talking about, which is guys who, um, maybe found something and, and God bless a- Adam Hadwin has a good track record at this venue. Yeah. Um and what he what he just showed us at the, at the players was, you know, he was he, he gained almost five strokes on the field across his final three rounds 
um, strokes gained approach. And then his putter got hot on Monday. Yeah. And he was a top 10. Fairly, fairly typical had one. Yeah. yeah. But that, that that's not 10, even, that, yeah. yeah, right. But that's, that's pretty good. So yeah. that's a guy like, was it a challenge Monday or is he, uh, is he never shot over stick? par? I mean, he, he, that, that was some consistently good golf. Do you punish Matt Fitzpatrick for last week? I do. Okay. Um, Although his brother's in the field, his brother, who's a, who's a collegiate, uh, he, he won a collegiate event. So his brother, Alex is in the field. So maybe there's going to be a little chase V Brooks. Although anytime chase and Brooks are in the same field, chase always plays better. <laughs> well, we, 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 we are going to do some, it's way too early. Let me see how we're doing time wise here. Uh, 45 minutes. I want to do way too early, um, masters because Brooks is going to come in at a number. Um, and I, I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to believe in him flipping the switch anymore. He's 29 not, to one this week. I, I, I'm not, I'm out. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm out. It's just, he, he was for sure on the wrong side of the draw. I mean, he had the same, he was in the group yeah. with Morikawa. Yes, he was. And he was laughing about yeah, th- you know, that. The that shot. was a glorious video of him yeah. laughing with his blonde hair, not wearing a hat. Like right. it, was, it was great. Yeah. Um, I, we, we had a great uh, perspective for him going into last week. And part of the thing with him, part of his aura is, is that whole tough guy thing. So yeah, I don't want to give him the benefit of the bad, bad luck on the draw because you know what? Brooks Kepka, just a guy. Yeah. Kepka, just a guy. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I I'm okay with it. I, well, I, if, yeah, I, I, it just, that's not how we feel about Brooks Kepka in majors. <laughs> so I, I, it's fine. That's guy. I'll live with it. Um, and 29, 29 to one for this week, but not the masters. We'll look at the master uh, masters odds. Uh, yeah. I mean, he knows that that he, he all week was talking about that, that course and in particular, seventeen is his absolute nemesis. Yeah, but I mean, he had he had a triple and two doubles in his first round or in his second round. The first round, right? Like he he, he just he made a lot of birdies. He just couldn't he just couldn't hang uh, on seventeen, and and that's that's what happens. You just I I just don't judge Brooks on this course because it was already in his head. That's fine. I mean, we we did a whole narrative about why he was going to perform successfully, including success on the track. Uh, and then it it didn't work out, but it's fine. Um, Fitzpatrick, you're not you're you're off Fitzpatrick for this one. I, I just hated what I saw last week. Good par five score, good on Bermuda greens. Has his brother in the field. All right. That's fine. 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 Do it. Do it. I'm in. No. No, no, no. I just, I'm not trying he to scared me last it. week. I was, I was just asking. Week. That's it. I just feel like we keep, we've had Matt Fitzpatrick on the board around these odds for the last couple of tournaments, and he just, he hasn't delivered for us. Well, because so. we keep saying, like, he's due. He's going to win one of these, you know, the United yeah, States. That's why, I'm, got... that's why I'm talking him down. <laughs> so you can make money. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I'm, Leah, this is going to be a very light card. I had, I, I don't, it, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? If you if you count my my menu, it was forty two individual wagers that I put on the players. Good lord! Well, now, thankfully, that Tom Hoagie uh, first round leader tie um, covered all of my exposure. He also I, finished the same score as JT and Rory. That was a back back nine 
He just yeah. he completely lost it. Seventeen I, was know. a meltdown. Yeah. Yes. He the whole back nine. I mean, he he eagled eleven by chipping in from the yeah. bunker, and, and that thought, was here we go. That was the highlight. He he couldn't putt. I mean, you know, in any event, um, I I'm going to stay away from Sam Burns. I am going to say that he's literally burned out for this one. Interesting. I liked Terrell Hatton. I've yeah, been yeah, liking Ter- Terrell Hatton. Terrell Hatton top ten. Uh, and a lot of the par three scoring metrics. Yeah. So let, that, that, he's he's going to get on the cards. So Are you Tyler sure Duncan, on Sam 20. Burns? 24 I, years old, 10 know, rebound, probably pissed as hell. I guess that's right. He is young. Pissed and as hell. Can he, can he flip it? Can he turn that? Because uh, he was so lost yesterday. Yeah. He Another lost. guy lost on the back nine. As the tournament was there for the taking, just lost. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he was... In the second to last or last group yesterday, he was in the last. Uh, no, he was in the group with Casey and and Cam Smith. So second yes. to last. Yes, right, right. Because Lahiri, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. We're in the was in the last. Um, any other names? We've covered. We hit a lot. A lot of names. No, I look. This is a this is a week where I think for me. I don't want to be associated with guys who mentally got put through the grinder this past weekend. But um, now that I've said that, Paul Casey's going to win for the third time. <laughs> and it, ne- next week's I'm eating my own foot segment will be about, about Paul Casey. It would be funny. I, I mean, I'm kind Look, of rooting. For DJ, it, yes or no? Um, You know, top 20, but I'm not laying the juice. Yeah. Okay. That, that That's all I'll say. Yeah, let's do five minutes. Um, you know, we're it's less than thirty days to the Masters, buddy. Oh, good lord! And we got some good hey, news. Hey, are we going, House? We got some good news. It seems like we're going. It seems like our good friends at, at, at FanDuel and our our good pal, the Podfather, has something. Everybody's got something up their sleeve, oh. and it seems like we're going to be physically in Augusta, Georgia, the week of. April the 4th to the April the, the 10th, catching some genuinely major golf. Georgia in the spring, nothing's mm. finer. Um, mm. We're going to be eating some $3 sandwiches and drinking some $5 domestics. It's going to be really wonderful. Where there's going to be a lot of podcasting, a lot of eating, a lot of betting. Uh, because I, 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 Georgia is one of those, I'm not sure where Georgia is. Um, in terms of of the the apps, but you know we'll get our action down however we need to. Uh, I want to talk to you about a couple names. Like we we just did Brooks. I he see they know he's at twenty to one right now. Yeah, not notwithstanding, you know a bunch of ejects and so forth. We 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 pointed to the good performance at the Honda and the good performance at Phoenix as like indications that he's com- he's got yeah. comp- competent yeah. golf, but yeah. All right, that's fine. Well, um, are you, you, you? I know. I know in my heart of hearts that you put a bet down on Cam Smith. I did. I did. I did it today. I did it before this podcast as I was doing my research. Now, one of the things, again, the homie um, Justin Ray pointed out um, about Cam Smith in particular at the Masters, it's it, he, Cam should be one of the favorites. Three top 10 finishes in his last four trips to Augusta since 2018, a combined 25 under at the Masters, fifth best of any player in that span. 
and he has he won putts at Augusta, third most, you know, in terms of of quantity of one putts, 124 one putts. That's the third most of anyone at Augusta National covering that that five year uh, span. Um, that's pretty fucking good. Do you do you feel like Cameron Smith? Do you feel like Cameron Smith should have the same odds as Rory? Yes. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, positively. From what we just saw yesterday, what he's capable of, that class around the greens is exactly what Augusta requires. Mm. And, it, and, and it, his comfort one putting at Augusta, are you kidding? Yeah, 14 to 1. I'm on it. I, I bought it this morning. I might buy it, buy some more of it. The other one that I bought, and you know, it feels unfair that these odds are are what they are. Um, and everybody knows I hate playing outrights in the first place, and I hate laying these short odds because the odds are not commensurate with the risk. Is JT? Okay. I'm on JT. What we saw out of him on that Saturday uh, round, you know, under those those conditions, I still I just feel like you know he's showing us. He he hit all the shots. He could he moved it both ways. He has all the shots. He's he always had all the shots. It. Yeah, we have not gotten four consistent rounds out of JT. I I feel like he's close. Okay, twelve to one. I'm on JT. So those are the two tickets I bought this morning. Cam Smith and and uh, JT. I had to buy a couple of guys that can genuinely win because last fall I invested in Tony Finau, who has absolutely no chance whatsoever of winning the Masters. Yeah. And I invested in Webb Simpson um, before I knew that that he had what's what is his ailment? Is it is it a neck problem? I don't know. He has an ongoing ailment. He did he he came out. He showed and, up for the players. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So maybe he's on on the path um, towards recovery, and maybe he'll be in, in you know in in fine shape. But I Homa's had to get a eighty to winners. one. Max Homa, Homa Horschel, and yeah, are are, are at eighty to one. It, for the Masters, yeah, I mean that's worth a quarter unit. That's Woodland's a hundred to one. He's playing better. Like, I don't, you know, that's a pizza with three toppings on it. it Just a little quarter like unit, the quarter I mean, unit I, play on that. I was pretty impressed with Max's Sunday. Twenty five dollars on Max yesterday. Homa at at eighty to one is a two thousand dollar ticket. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. I mean, I've spent more than that on the pizza and a six pack of beer. Yeah, I just I don't. Know. We're gonna have to look. We're going to have to look there because the top of this, because of all the parody. I mean, Patrick Cantlay is way the fuck down the board, like 12th or 10th, or, and, and he's 20 to 1. I'm out on him. He's just a guy. Patrick Cantlay, just a guy. Okay. <laughs> Nate Dog, we are less than 30 days out of the Masters. We're making Masters plans. We're making plans for we ourselves are. to get there. I'm we have excited. some great shows coming up. Um, we're, you know, tracking down some of our usual suspects to help set the perspective, give us some context, hit the best storylines as we approach this thing. And, you know, before you know it, uh, golf's going to be, there'll be live golf on television once again <laughs> in barely 48 hours. Hey, to, by the to way, go along with the NCAA tournament. Last, last bit of trivia for you. Do you know the last Masters? in which neither Tiger nor Phil played. Amazing. Wow. Um, it had to have preceded 1997. Uh, was it like 1994? It was 1994. Ah! <laughs> Look at this guy. 
Great. I'm on it. We're on it today, Nate Dog. Where can we bet as to on whether a- this is the first time that we're going to have no Phil or no Tiger? Oh, there's no chance. Neither one of us playing in this event. Yeah. No chance. Zero chance. I mean, I don't know. No, no. I, nobody's going to write that bet. Yeah. We can't they're get somebody. Playing. We Fandle won't won't write that for us. We get, they'll, they'll they'll politely decline. We when are we seeing Phil again? Next year. Not till twenty three. Well, I I mean, uh, certainly after this FedEx concludes. You don't you think know. he plays a single another tournament on the PGA Tour this season? Nope, I do not. I don't think he's playing. I think he needs to like really drop out of, uh, drop uh, out of the, the the spotlight, drop off the scene, let everything calm down, and then come back and be a steward. Okay. And I mean, Monahan opened the path, the door. One of the things that that, that transpired last week was Monahan with the with the uh, olive branch. But well, uh, Bryson was chipping uh, ping pong balls on his Instagram yesterday with two hands, so it means his wrist has got to be feeling somewhat better. Another doing, guy, yeah, not, he's doing not total playing dude the Masters. Perfect, yeah, dude, perfect trick shots. Are you sure he's not playing the Masters? He might go play. That will be one of my largest investments and miss the cut. That, I, I can't tell you how much I, I money agree. I'm going to put down on him to miss the cut at the Masters if he if he plays it this year. Yeah. And, yeah. and on that note, yeah. Mrs. Mrs. House, I'm sorry that we can't pay the mortgage, but we we had to we, I had to take all that money <laughs> and put it on Bryson DeChambeau to miss the cut. Man, My I'm already feeling better. It's the spring. It's 73 degrees in Washington D.C. today. Oh, My par saving pals. March the 15th is the day here in the DMV. You're allowed to start entering scores to, to update your handicap. Official season starts today. I hope everybody is getting out. And I really hope everybody is hitting them straight out there. Until next week, please enjoy yourself. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.